Nikki and DeMello for breakfast. 97.3 Coast FM. Nikki and DeMello for breakfast. Coast FM. Now, a US couple's dog has eaten over $4,000 in cash. Oh, no. Or, I was going to say almost worse, but definitely worse than the dog eating your homework. <laughs> eating your passport, eating anything. Like, eating how do you recover cash. that? Can, can you recover that? Well, the couple had, firstly, they had 4K stuffed in an envelope ready to pay a tradie who was installing a fence for them. So they had an envelope when Cecil, the couple's <laughs> seven-year-old golden doodle, decided it looked tasty one day and ate it all up. The couple found bills lying everywhere but also had to follow Cecil around for two oh. days to receive, to retrieve the shreds of 50 and $100 bills. So they were committed to getting that money back. So you obviously can if you've got serial numbers or something out of yeah, it. Yeah, so apparently they found around $1,500 worth of bills that were with serial numbers intact that were just ripped up around the place. Uh, a couple more hundred dollar bills when they later in the evening uh, sifted through Cecil's vomit. <laughs> Obviously too much money in the tummy. Uh, and then the rest, yes, they had to follow him around for the next few days. Wow. And uh, yes, sift through the droppings. That and is... they did pretty well. They got three and a half grand's worth of bad. notes. And they said they actually have the rest. And they have mailed them uh, to the US Treasury in hopes of recovering more of the money. But... Yeah, look. that's props to them for the dedication involved in getting their cash back. <laughs> I know, but you know, this is why you know I think we've done quite well with our plastic notes. Like that wouldn't happen. Like, <laughs> yeah, I'm, that's true. I mean, I wouldn't. Dogs don't mind chewing anything, do they? Yeah, Lisa, they would give it a crack, but it'd probably be more intact. It'd come out unscathed. Yeah. <laughs> Gee, there's a, there's a pleasant thought for your morning. Someone try an experiment for me and see what comes no. out the other end. No. That's an expensive dog. <laughs> hey, building companies will have access to interest-free loans. I saw this posted. Our Premier has said up to $300,000 to help them get on with unfinished homes that have been right. sitting around for the last two years because obviously, you know, there have been some delays. Absolutely. So that's something. Yeah. Um, yeah, that's I, I'm not entirely sure of the process to apply for it, but uh, but no. they're out there and that might just kick a few things along, might just help the housing situation. Yeah, I mean, it will help people get the houses. I don't, yeah, there might be some other issues. Uh, look, every time they throw yeah. money at things, it, things become more expensive. Yeah. That's the only thing yeah. that I think of is like, what are the other anticipated costs here? You know, mm. but anyway, look, it, maybe it might get some and things if, done. If they can't afford to do it anyway, it's like, well, giving them a loan, then they're still going to have to pay it back. It's yeah. like, you know. Well, maybe maybe there's no end on when you have to pay it back. Maybe maybe it's just a permanent loan and you just pay it back when and you can afford it. And your children will pay it. Well, <laughs> but isn't that always the way? <laughs> anyway. Yeah, so, I mean, potentially some good news that might get some houses finished. Yeah, I mean, that's what we're looking good. at. I've seen a lot of places sitting idle for a long time. Yeah. Yeah, poor people. If you haven't taken your Christmas decorations down yet, maybe tonight's the night. There okay. is a trick because it's it, we've hit twelfth night. Well, tonight will be twelfth oh, night. Oh, okay. Yeah, depending well, depending on where it, it, uh, whether you count it from Christmas or Boxing Day, mm. but we're kind of around that territory, mm. so we'll explore that a bit later. And now, you, you like shoes? I mean, you wear I shoes. <laughs> I do wear shoes. Very observant. I, I think it's fair to say that you or I are neither <laughs> the kind of people that might find ourselves in this trap. Maybe this, I don't think even people around here that love shoes would, but a Melbourne real estate agent has spent roughly 30 grand on what he thought were rare sneakers. Not one pair, 
multiple pairs oh, that he okay. bought from Thank Perth. Goodness. Like, you know, three, four, you know, up to about four or five thousand dollars worth. A pair wow. of Dior Cross Air Jordans. They were about three thousand eight hundred dollars a pair. <laughs> and later purchased three more pairs at various amounts. And then also nearly three thousand for three separate pairs of Air Jordan One sneakers in various colour variations. Oh, man, where do you wear a pair of sneakers <laughs> worth that much? I would be terrified to wear them anywhere. Yeah, not many places. And you'd yeah. Yeah, wouldn't you be? Oh, I'm just gonna duff that yeah. out. Like, can oh my somebody goodness. roll out a carpet so I can walk across this path? Anyway, he got them and noticed defects, and then Not went to get want. them authenticated. And turns out oh. they were fakes. But since he'd been buying them from a 17 year old, well, there's your problem. The uh, <laughs> the trading Victoria people said, well, he wasn't able to enter into a contract, so you're not entitled to a refund. He's not old enough to have been got it. So you got scammed, buddy, big time. So if you want to get some really high end variations of Nike or Jordan D or crosses, then they're probably available on marketplace as we speak. I but would you'll say. be paying top dollar for them. Well, he'll be trying to get some oh, cash back on those. That kid is just living yeah, it up, yep. isn't he? Exactly. <laughs> 17 too. That's right on the border wow. of like, really? You didn't know these were fakes? You didn't know it was wrong to sell fakes at 17? He's setting himself up for a life of crime. Yeah. <laughs> that's like a, a catch me if you can kid, isn't it? It's I like, think so. That's like a young Leo right yep. there. <laughs> yep, yep. Yeah, I think you're right. He's going to be selling his book, his life story in a book form yeah. and movie form pretty soon. <laughs> if uh, you're thinking Christmas and all that business is far, far behind you. It feels like an eternity ago. Well, technically, we're only just out of the 12 days. <laughs> T- today is 12th night. Goodness. Uh, also known as Epiphany Eve. So it's the start of a whole new thing. Oh. Yeah. Epiphany Eve, is that when you have a thought about the new year? Quite possibly. <laughs> I don't know. No, well, I'm not entirely sure what the Epiphany section starts to be, mm. but it's a whole new f- Christian festival. Okay. Uh, but yes, according to superstition, don't worry if you haven't already put your stuff away. Oh, good. Because tonight <laughs> is the point when, after which, it's unlucky to leave your Christmas decorations oh, up. Oh, okay. So get them down So tonight. not tomorrow. Can't do it on the weekend. Got to do it tonight. Ideally, no. <sighs> Well, and you know, to be fair, Christmas lights, the trail, I suppose they're kind of they're, they're stretching the friendship. They're going they're over unlucky the weekend. Then, aren't exactly they? Right. <laughs> well, at the same time, you're encouraged to eat king cake. What's king cake? Yeah, I looked into it. it just it's just old, cake? very old fashioned kind of cake. Let, let me guess, it's a fruit cake or it's, something. No, it's oh, not okay. a fruit cake. There you go. But I, there, there are many different recipes depending on where you are. But it looks like a fairly standard kind of cake. Sponge cake. Uh, no, I think it, it kind of looked more like a bread, one of the ones oh, that okay. I saw, because okay. uh, we're talking very old school. Mm-hmm. Um, you meant to also sing Christmas carols? You oh, meant, okay. Yeah. While you, you take the tree down. Possibly. You meant to chalk your door, which is uh, the effect of blessing your house, like you leave a little chalk message on your door, okay. as well as engaging in general merrymaking and attending church services. <laughs> That's a lot to Isn't pack in to one day. Obviously not all at the same time. That, that's your day pretty occupied, though. So all right, there you I'm going to be busy this hour, though. So put your tree back up so you can take it back down. Yeah. I think that's the lesson I'm taking away here. Coast FM scoreboard. Yes, indeed. Here we go, launching into 2024 with 2,024 reasons why we're grateful for our sporting correspondent, Steve Allen from Channel 10, number one. He's there when we ring. Um, yeah, that's a good one. Yep, yep. <laughs> well, this looks like a job for me. Another hey. song reference that'll date for the 
highlights reel. Yeah, that's right. But still, for us, it's magic. Thank you, Steve Allen, and Happy New Year to you. Oh, and to you guys. It's a pleasure to be here on uh, the morning of the Jay McGrath Day at uh, the SCG well, with Australia just uh, trying to chip away at Pakistan's lead in the third test. It is that, mm. but I don't. I think all of that's been overshadowed by some news of a hat. Oh, isn't it nice of David Warner to get himself back in the news on a day where he likely won't feature at the SCG, <laughs> which is looking glorious in pink, but it's not about the pink hat. It's about his baggy green, which has turned up. The mysterious well, case of the lost baggy green. Uh, am I right? Didn't it turn up in the hotel? Like, did he just forget it? Is that what happened? Where was it? This is the question. He's thanked everyone very vaguely. <laughs> thanked Qantas, who he defamed. He's thanked the uh, mysterious freight company. He's thanked a not named, an unnamed hotel. So, um, where was it? About the bottom of the bag, maybe? <laughs> In lost property at the hotel, perhaps. <gasps> I mean, I feel a book. I was thinking, actually, to make a great little golden book. You know, where's David's hat? <laughs> the kids' oh, book would be now great. we're talking. <laughs> Who do the illustrations? Is it in the laundry basket? <laughs> no, it's not there. Is it in the suitcase? Did his mum come and have a look? Is that what's happened? Like I he think had a that boy's is look. What's happened. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm glad. anyway, he's been reunited, and that's the most important piece of news. Excellent. In amongst the test match today. Thank the Lord. <laughs> so, yes, uh, the morning will be about. But maybe we can turn the attention back to the cricket later in the day. But rain has marred this test. Uh, hopefully, we can get a result. And then the attention turns to who replaces David. And it feels like, really, Cam Bancroft has done everything possible that he can do to make his way back into this team. There's a lot of politics there about whether the bowling group uh, had forgiven him because he spoke his mind some time back about what happened in South Africa and Sandpaper Gate. Um, It feels like they're leaving the door open. They really could have put this to bed a while ago and just named him as the successor, but it feels like they're giving everyone else every opportunity to uh, stake a claim on that spot. Mm. So um, I do worry for Cam Bancroft at this stage, but fingers crossed for him. There does seem to be a lot of choice when it comes to the Australian squad at this point in time because there's a lot of great players that are currently playing BBL. Absolutely. Um, and the Scorchers, several of them would be putting their hands up. Oh, Laurie Evans, shame he's English. Um, he was fantastic the other night. Absolutely smashed it everywhere. Would it, one of the great Scorchers knocks for me. Still, you cannot beat Craig Simmons, the Rockingham boy who uh, smashed it. Uh, I think it was twenty fourteen. The it's still the fastest century in BBL history. So you can't dethrone that. But he was going to give it a shake if he had a few more balls to face. Yeah, it's been some impressive cricket to watch over the last few. You know what gets me, though, Steve, is there seems to be a lot of it that's losing out to rain. Why don't they come and play over here more? Like, no you know? one comes. No one goes to the games. Oh, oh no, the BBL, <laughs> the BBL they'll turn up to. <laughs> they'll turn up to that, absolutely. I mean, not, not plenty of empty seats at the SCG so far, might I say. It is looking nice with every, all the pink... Uh, Plenty of empty seats. Mm. Yeah, that's right. 
Yeah, take that. Um, and the Socceroos, what's going on with those guys? Um, so we're getting very close to the Asia Cup games. Uh, we'll be talking about them next week, but they do have the warm-up against Bahrain tomorrow, and uh, I, I reckon they should probably, if they're going to go any good in this tournament, they should probably put a few goals past Bahrain in the, in the friendly. All right. All right. So lots of things to keep us occupied as we look uh, into another warm weekend. As always, Steve Allen, we appreciate uh, your insightful look. Uh, we're a few short of our 2024 reasons why we're appreciative of having you here. We'll keep thinking. <laughs> <Yeah>. we'll, uh, <laughs> we'll work on it, all right? He's got a lovely voice, doesn't he? Yeah, there you go, too. Keep yeah, your eye on your hat. Yeah, good. <laughs> and find a hat anywhere. <laughs> it's time for Nikki and DeMello's Game of the Day. Today's game is Perfect Partners, thanks to the Escape Squad. Yes, because the Escape Squad is your perfect partner for a great summer experience. So a double pass up for grabs for you to check out the Escape Squad. If you can guess, our perfect partners. Oh, yes, and they are perfect partners, aren't yeah, they? I they mean, really are. When it comes to a famous people love story, it doesn't get much better, really. It doesn't. I mean, it's almost a fairy tale in yeah. real life. Let's see if you can work out who these two are. As soon as I see her, you know, I didn't even have to meet her. I see her on the telly and I just wanted to meet her. You know, I just fancied her. So it was just a case of getting together then. He shared the same sort of family values as me. You know, he was sitting there with his family and, and I really liked that. And he's a very kind person. And we're, we're really good friends on top of everything. Nine five eight one five ninety seven three. Very iconic voices, I think. I think so too. Um, so if you know who it is, give us a buzz and a double pass for the Escape Squad will be all yours. All right, let's head to the phones. Coast FM, hello, who's this? Oh, this is Sharon. Sharon, have you won with us in the last 60 days? No. All right. for a long time. All right, where are you from, Sharon? Mandra, right in town. Right in town. Okay. Now, are you also right a romantic? Oh, I'd like to think so. All right. Well, because <laughs> we feel like this couple is, is is the epitome of romance. I mean, in, in all the stories of, you know, famous couples that don't last very long, these two have done pretty well. They have. I'll run them past you again. As soon as I see her. You know, I didn't even have to meet her. I see her on the telly and I just wanted to meet her. You know, I just fancied her. So it was just a case of getting together then. He shared the same sort of family values as me. You know, he was sitting there with his family and, and I really liked that. And he's a very kind person. And we're, we're really good friends on top of everything. Without any mention of what either of them do, mm. who are they? <laughs> that would be David and Victoria Beckham. Well, there Aww. could have been many ways you could have said the it. Becks. Posh and Becks. <laughs> the Beckhams. I'll try to <laughs> You got it. Congratulations, you nailed it. A double pass to the Escape Squad is all yours to enjoy these summer holidays. Thank you so much. And you're also, you're welcome, you're also a step closer to winning a brand new Renault Captur Zen as part of the 97 Days Summer. That's a car, if you're wondering. Yeah. Yeah, thank you. That'll be great. 
Nikki and DeMello's Three Things You Need to Know. Uh, we are heading into the last weekend of Double Demerits, and uh, then things start rolling back to normal after this festive break. So, All right. Take care. The Mandurah Readers and Writers Festival is on next week. The uh, free-to-attend three-day festival program includes author talks and panel discussions, all sorts of authors of fiction and non-fiction on uh, all sorts of discussions. So there's all sorts of good things, whether you're a reader or writer, something for you. The What's On section of coastlive.com.au for info. Uh, January 5 is National Keto Day. All right. Yeah. It's also, this works out quite well, National Whipped Cream Day. So enjoy <laughs> it, but just not with anything, unless it's bacon. No, because you're allowed that, aren't you? Whipped cream is okay, because it's like having butter. You just can't pair it with no anything sugar. carby. Yeah. So you can't put it with a cake, or you can't put it with a pie, yeah, or anything like that. Yeah. Yeah. So just whipped cream and bacon. Okay. Uh, Delicious. Yes. At (laughs) Twelfth Night, celebrated 12 days after Christmas, depending on when you start counting, either January 5 or 6. So this year, uh, it is the start of the Christian Festival of Epiphany, and apparently it's when you bring your things down. Right, so Christmas has officially ended today. It's over. You've got till tonight. Get those, I was going to say banners, get those bits of tinsel and whatever else down immediately. I suppose I should take our tree down. And the tree, that's right. (laughs) 97.3 Coast FM. Mickey and DeMello's Coast Feed. Coast Feed. Let's go. Shop online at seagulls.com.au for Seagulls Outdoor Furniture located at Mandurah Home City. Once again, delivering Hollywood, Nikki Parkinson. <laughs> Thank you. The final trailer for Mean Girls, the musical remake, is out. Tina Fey is behind this flick once again, and it's based on the stage play, which, of course, was inspired by the original movie starring Lindsay Lohan and Rachel McAdams exactly 20 years ago this year. Wow. Now that makes me feel very old. <laughs> so this time around, it's a musical, and here's the latest trailer. May I have everyone's attention, please? We have a new student. That's not pity. Are you trying to make the rest of us feel dumb? I'm not trying to. It's just happening. Dear God, woman. Get in, loser. Regina George is a scum-sucking life burner. Why is he by our table? I can hear you, by the way. Can you hear me now? We're going to make her pay. Girls are made deranged by what's called hormones. W-H-O. What is going on? Don't worry about it. (laughs) Mean Uh, Girls, the latest remake, stars our very own Angry Rice this time around as well and is out in cinemas January 11th. A new trailer is out for the upcoming horror comedy Lisa Frankenstein. The flick is set in the 80s, starring Catherine Newton and Cole Sprouse uh, as mis- a misunderstood teenager and a reanimated corpse embarking on a murderous journey to find love, happiness and a few missing <laughs> body parts. Here's the trailer. Are you hot burning? Lisa! Does he have more of a basketball bod or a football bod? He doesn't play sports. I tend to his grave. I talk to him. I wish I was with you. That's really weird, Lisa. You hear that? I'm sure it's the girl next door. She's very odd. 
Your hand? <laughs> I can't believe you're here. Do you like music? I have the cure. Ooh. Oh, not that kind of cure. They can't make you better. I mean, they can, but like emotionally. <laughs> no, don't cry. <gasps> Your tears smell so bad. <laughs> Just very odd. It's very, very odd. It's funny. It's uh, very weird. And yeah, Lisa Frankenstein is out in cinemas Valentine's Day. So you can go and check it out for yourself. Romantic. <laughs> And Mr. Bean is set to make a comeback in 2025 with a fourth season of Mr. Bean, the animated series on the oh, way. Hello. <laughs> yes. <laughs> hello, Mr. Bean. Hello. Um, the upcoming season celebrates the 35th anniversary of the live-action Mr. Bean first episode with Rowan Atkinson not only voicing the character but also serving as an exec- executive producer on the series as well. Nikki and DeMello. Back Monday from 6. 97.3 Coast FM.